Welcome to the Shred with Science podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches, an expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated lifestyle. Yo, what is going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Shred with Science podcast. Today, it is episode 47, live from downtown Chicago. I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Scott Jones. Scott, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. A little chilly this morning here in Chicago. <laughs> a little chilly. Yeah, just so a little. Last time we met, um, or last time I saw Scott was 10 months ago. I traveled to Hawaii for the month uh, to help Scott get in really great shape. Um, at the time, we were going through a, a progressive overload phase, trying to help you with your technique in the gym, trying to really push those lifts and things. Um, one thing I want to do is just go straight back to the very first email you sent me, because I remember, you remember the date, what date was it? October 11th. 2016? 2016. Um, 17. 2017, yeah. So I remember getting the email and I remember just being like, oh shit, I know I can change this person's life. Um, Tell people maybe a little bit of your backstory leading up to that email. Uh, so I had just, uh, I was just about three months out of recovery from the removal of a kidney, uh, which uh, they had found a um, renal cell carcinoma tumor. And uh, so an emergency surgery, removed the kidney. Uh, there had been huge transformations with my body going on based on the tumor and the battle that the, uh, my body was ensuing. Uh, and so I just came out of that with a different mindset. I needed to get healthy. I needed to, to find a lifestyle that uh, would provide me a, a much longer uh, time here. And so I started researching different online clients. I had worked or you know, uh, trainers. I'd worked with some trainers in some local gyms. And it was very much um, the cookie cutter kind of results. And so I just wasn't, um, wasn't pleased with that. So I was looking for something different. And so I started reaching out to online coaches. You um, interviewed me in your first I, email. I did. Well, which, I did. Which is good. I mean, I think more people should do that for sure. Yeah, it was more about um, instead of you interviewing me, it was more about me interviewing you. And uh, uh, your responses seemed genuine and uh, sincere. And, uh, and that kind of appealed to me. Uh, and so, um, so yeah, that's over two years ago we've Being, been together. Be, um, did you know at that time that I was doing a PhD in, in oncology and in cancer research? And, and if so, did that hold some weight or was it it did i i remember um i remember asking you um you know that we needed to take that into consideration uh because that was important to me and 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 we started right out of the gate uh with that with that being known i never went through any treatments or anything it was fortunate that all the you know everything was uh, found encapsulated within the kidney and so no no Progressive treatment was necessary, but I didn't. I wanted to move forward without uh, how we could prevent any further reoccurrences of that. So yeah, thus far so good. And I mean, at that point, you it was really interesting because the first few Skype calls. I don't know if you remember. You were very, very quiet, very reserved, very skeptical, which anyone would be. Obviously, um, didn't open up i obviously initially gave you a huge amount of food i think you were having like one meal a day maybe two maximum you hadn't had breakfast in years 
um, and your metabolism had obviously massively deteriorated. Um, and I remember giving you this amount of food and it was literally like, I never said this to you, but it was literally like hammering down a wall with a spoon. It was literally just like chip away, <laughs> chip away, chip away, like trying to gain your trust. And I think it's, you know, you've got some clients who go, oh, I love everything you do. Like, tell me to do this and I'll do it. For you, it was very much the opposite, which is why when you did start to to trust me and you did really start to realize, shit, this is working, it meant so much more to me, even just on a personal level, to see, you know, the trust that you had in me through that process. Um, I still use your transformation today all the time. Like, it's one of the best transformations I have in this program. It was my Skype program, of course. So, obviously, we would we would chat on Skype and... I had this conversation with someone the other day. They were like, oh, who, what client are you going to see in Chicago? And I said, oh, Scott, you know, the, the, the client I flew to to train in Hawaii. And um, thought, oh, that's so cool that you, like, you know, that you've got such a good relationship. And obviously I never disclose any confidential information, but, you know, the one phrase that I used is, like, I can count on, I can't count on both hands how many times I've been in tears on calls to you, legitimately. Um you know, through what you've been through, through the connection that we had. Um, this is all even before I met you. And then obviously having met you, you know, it was the, I'm even getting emotional now. But like, it's just such an amazing feeling to feel like uh, someone who is in a really bad situation, even on just a personal level, whatever about, you know, your transformation and as a coach, just that you can build a relationship with someone like that. And yeah, it was emotional. Like we, we <laughs> I remember like there were just some times like obviously there, you know, there were some times that, you know, you're emotional because of, you know, how amazing the program was for you and how amazing that you did. And then obviously other times that, you know, like obviously there's always ups and downs. But for the most part, I think, you know, on, on, on the program, it was it was good. And that being said, you know, you haven't got an easy job like you're traveling all around the country. So it's tough. It's tough. But to be able to have that connection is is awesome for me as a coach. And I think that's why I prefer the Skype program rather than, you know, I let, now we've got Wade and some of the other coaches that do a lot of the uh, the, the other packages. But to be able to have that relationship is, is pretty cool. So I appreciate you. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, no, I appreciate that too. And it's why I, I think we're two years into this strong and, and um, you know, it, there's been some ups and some downs. But, you know, the biggest... The biggest hurdle, I think, for me, and I, you agree, is that you know it's the mental, the mental barriers that need to be broke down. Um, the processes or the the experiences that we have in our, you know, in our life that we create this idea this is the right way to do things, and and so you all, you always were, you always said what I needed to hear and not what I wanted to hear, which was <clears throat> which was important in building that close relationship where respect was um was needed so greatly um and you know having having that personal connection where our, uh, there's a level of reverence or respect um, uh, made it easier to transition um i'm very analytical about the way i think and the processes uh with my with my mind and and so just um you know, you were always just on point. You always, you always kept me going in the right direction, and and that's important because many times um, we don't want to move. We don't want to move, you know, away from our comfort zone, and and oftentimes that, uh, you know, when I would get to that point, you were, you know, you recognized that there was, you know, a need to slow down or a need to just take a step back, and then and sometimes as well, I felt like your communication with me was good, like you would say. 
I need you to be tough with me now. Like, I need that from you. And I think that was, it's obviously for me as a coach, it's, you know, I, I can know all the material and I can know how to get your metabolism in a great place and I can know what exercise you should be doing. How to deal with a client or how to have that relationship or how to have really good interpersonal skills is really important. But to be able to, you know, I could be on the call to you and 20 minutes later I could be on the call to someone completely different, completely different scenario on the other other side of the world. And to be able to have these relationships with people, it's important to have that communication. Um, and it really helped me as a coach for you to be like, um, you know, obviously good feedback in the sense that, you know, this is going good, but I need you to kick me up the ass a little. Yeah, no, it's important that, um, you know, I, in, in that initial email that I sent you, the question that I asked, one of the questions I asked you was, was the most important question for me was, you know, hey, when I'm motivated, I don't need you. You know, I don't really need you. I, I you know, I appreciate your guidance, but when I'm not motivated, what are you going to do for me? Um, and and your response then was 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 good enough for me to, you know, to start working with you. But um, that's just it. And and sometimes, um, I, you know, we don't always want pats on our back. You know, we're not we're not always doing good. And so that's why I would say to you, hey, I don't want to always hear that I'm doing great. I want to, hey, you kind of backed off this week. Just or, for a while, you would always say, you know, this has happened. I would always, and maybe it's just me as a person always trying to like pull the positives. Listen, dude, you've done this. You've done this. Everything's going really well in this area. Let's focus on this. But sometimes you're right. Sometimes as a coach, you need to go, dude, you need to pull, pull your socks up now. You know, yeah, yeah. it's time. You know, we need to do this. And um, gauging your client is really important. Obviously, you gauging me as a coach is important as well. But it's very easy for me to know the material, but it's about reading the client. What does the client need at this moment in time? What's going to get the reaction that you need from this client to be motivated? Um, and to be honest, dude, you helped me massively as a coach. Massively. Because up until that point, I was very much always good cop, which is amazing for a lot of people. And a lot of people need that reassurance and need that, like, you know, that bubble wrap and just everything's great. But you really helped me as a coach to go to almost dissect when a client needs that other aspect of me. And um, I think that was about probably about a year ago, almost almost a year ago when you first said that to me. It was around Christmas time, maybe last year. Um, and yeah, you were really like, you know, I, I need you to, to be. Well, it was time honest. to take it to the next level. And I had appreciated the so-called, I'll call it pampering. Um, at that point, but we needed to take it to another level and it needed to be serious uh, or we always were serious, but we needed to, you know, I just needed to, to know the nitty gritty. Um, and then because when, you know, after I went through that first um, growth phase in Hawaii and, you know, you were st stuffing the carbs in me and stuffing the food, things I'd never been able to do before without. Because um, you went from one meal a day almost, virtually no breakfast, <clears throat> to the point where you were probably on five six meals a day if i could get yeah you to i couldn't eat them i couldn't finish one meals. meal before it was time to eat the next meal on the plan i, I it was taking me so long because of my my and body you was, great my body was just you know, not you weren't the leanest you'd ever been but during the growth period you were you were in good shape you know and yeah. it's sometimes that's tough though right that is that is tough <laughs> it was very tough considering where you came from to then cut down and then try and you know, grow a bit of muscle tissue where maybe you get a little bit softer. Mentally, that is tough. And maybe that tested you a little. I think it did. And well, it, it tested did. Me well, mentally, you know, I've always been the fat guy, no matter, no matter, even at my lowest weight on this program, which I got down to like 178. Um, you know, I still looked at myself. What as were you when you, when, when you, uh, at your heaviest? Uh, 
And the heaviest overall, I was oh. at 275. Two se- so you lost yeah. like 100 pounds yeah. in that so, And I had lost some, obviously, due to the surgery prior to you coming on. But with you, uh, we lost about 42 pounds yep. um, in, that, in that first drop. And then uh, we built back up. And so, again, uh, even at my lowest, I looked at myself and, and think, oh, my God, I'm, I'm still overweight. Or I'm st- I still don't look what I want to look like. And, um, you know, and, and one of the things that changed my life, and the way I move and the lifestyle is what you said to me one day on a Skype was that, Scott, this is this will never be you'll never be satisfied with the way you look. No matter where I get you, no matter where we go in this, you're always going to be able to look at some part of your body and say, oh, I'm not satisfied. I'm not happy with that. Uh, this isn't about that. This is about you adding days to your life. And that made all the difference in the world for me. It changed my mindset. And this 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 is where is my where are my priority priorities? And. And so from that day forward, I started thinking, gosh, this guy is not just here to get a paycheck from me once a month. Uh, he really genuinely cares about my life. And from that moment forward, you became more than just, uh, you know, my trainer. You became my coach, my mentor. And eventually I label you as my hero. And so but it was because of that personal connection that uh, it wasn't just about a single, you know, a single um objective it was about life itself and and therefore uh we became you know obviously good close friends and and continue that journey together so it's uh it's important to create that that relationship between coach and, and, it, it, and it's and quite difficult to do that online like for the most part i think the best decision i i ever made probably there's a few amazing decisions some shit decisions i've made <laughs> there's some amazing decisions i've made in my life one was moving to London to do my PhD um, in terms of my academic career and the, well, having a leap of faith to attempt to do that. And the second was setting up a Skype call, the, this program, because people, you know, people listening to this, people watching me online, they see this, in inverted commas, amazing life I have to be able to travel around the world. And a lot of that is because of the relationships that I've made on this program. It's very difficult to have that. Imagine, literally, imagine us having the same relationship over email. You just, it's impossible. You could not do that. To be honest with you, even over call, it's difficult. The fact that I can see you every week, I chat to you, you know, 15, 20 minutes, 45 minutes, depending on how, however length of time you need. It's invaluable, really, for me as a coach, because in a selfish way, I get to know you so much better. How can I tell you what to eat and, and what to train if I don't know the fundamentals of what goes on inside your head and how you work and the things that motivate you, the things that inspire you, the things that do all of this. So on a really selfish level, I'm so glad that I did that. One, you know, I can help you the best I possibly can. Two, I get to have a really close relationship with you. And three, I get to chill in your living room in, in Chicago and, and have this podcast. Yeah, I it's- think the greatest thing about the Skype for me was that, again, I'd, I'd had that relationship with other trainers live where you go three or four times a week and you spend 45 minutes um, uh, a day with them in the gym and, and they're on their phones, they're looking off and they're just catching up with you. How your day went, that kind of thing. But, uh, the Skype, which was once a week, um, created a sense of accountability. And so actually for me, it gave me something to look forward to, you know, I mean, keeping, you know, keeping the weekly or the daily, um, you know, ups and downs and, and the progression, uh, as to, you know, what had happened that week and counting those pounds in that first, you know, six, eight months where they were just dropping off four and five a week and and then being able to, you know, to be able to again talk to you live and, 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 and tell you those 
being proud and being yeah. able to listen to and so this it just was, and then again it it, it became it became a it, it was real instead of uh, you know sterile it was it was it was it was a very it was a very kind of intimate um, environment that again it was it was student and teacher and coach and athlete and all that it was just like hey I want I want you to be proud of me and every week it was that for me I was just I wanted to be proud of myself and I was able to do that. Uh, with knowing that uh, my report to you was either going to be good or bad at either way, you know. Uh, Each week that passed as well, I think your relationship with me grew and our relationship grew as friends and you didn't want to let me down. You didn't want to let me down. Oh, like, I still don't. Yeah. It makes me sick. <laughs> yeah. Even, even so, so I suppose we were on the program for maybe six, seven months and then I had uh, some business meetings in um, Phoenix where I set up a, a separate company to help which is now my mastermind, um, other uh, coaches build and scale their business to a six-figure business at the time. Scott happened to be living in Phoenix at the time, so we got to meet up. We got some food. Uh, we went for a hike a few days later. Um, and I got to meet you for the first time, and that was incredible. That was amazing. Um, it, was, it was Camelback that we hiked. Mm -hmm, yeah? yeah, that was good. So, I, you know, finally being able to meet you was incredible. Um, and, you know, we continued on the program. And for me, having met you in person and had that connection and spent a bit of time with you, grabbed some food and things that I now, at that point, I hadn't done a huge amount of that. And now, as you, you know, as anyone watching this will see, I travel all the time to have that experience. One, because it just adds value to the coaching experience for me. I get to know you guys better. Um, and it adds meaning to, to, to what I do on a daily basis. But it wasn't until almost a year later that, um, that you said, hey, why don't you come to Hawaii, train me for an hour every day? Um, how could dude? How could I refuse? Yeah, well, I actually, refuse? I think it said. I said, "Hey, Chris, I'm moving to Hawaii." You're like, "Hey, dude, if you move to Hawaii, I'm gonna come to Hawaii." <laughs> <laughs> I think you invited yourself, but um, uh, but no, for me that was like the pinnacle of our relationship on the training side of it, um, because not only did I get, uh, I did I get you know that one to one um, base training, uh, but I actually you know got to spend time with which was now with you, which was my friend. Um, and you know that first meeting in uh, Phoenix, you know I was, you know I had that level of nervousness. Oh my gosh, I'm going to meet Chris finally, you know. And, and it was there was such a, uh, such an amazing uh, day or two together. Uh, and again, it did it, it just catapulted our relationship um, both as friends and as uh, client and trainer uh, to a different level uh, because then now there was there was even more personal. Uh, attachments to it and, and you improve so much in the space of a month yeah. in terms of your training specifically obviously you're in a growth phase we're trying to get calories in the difference the one thing that i remember is you there, there were so many wins for you during that month the biggest win for me was seeing you you may say something different but for me it was the, the you you on the dips and i know that sounds so insignificant just one one exercise right we get there and you're doing assisted dips for a few reps you then, in the space of a month, you went from assisted dips to, I think, a 20-pound weight around your waist for 15 reps for, like, two or three sets. And anyone who isn't familiar with dips, and this sounds so insignificant, but for as a coach, for me as a coach, in a short space of time, to see something like that, as a, like, that's an, an, a massive improvement, but it was almost, it symbolized the whole month for me. Just the difference in how you were able to train, your form, 
it was very different to the training we'd done before. Obviously, when you're cutting, it's quite different. We're doing progressive overload, which is very similar to what I'm doing now and what, what we would do in a growth phase. Um, but to see sometimes on a psychological level when you're growing, as a coach, you need to really dissect the psychology of the client. And for me, I knew you'd look at the scales and the scales are going up purposely. But for you, having been overweight previously, that's difficult to handle. So how you manipulate that psychologically as a, as a coach is you have other parameters of progress, um, other targets. And obviously, we were able to dissect that and, and, and kind of map that out in terms of what you lifted. So to be able to kind of see your mind switch to getting stronger, progressing your lifts, doing all of these things, it was amazing to, for me to see. And it also kind of masked the fact that you know weight was going up in a good way. Um, and probably lessen the the impact that that had. Um, but that was such a massive win because I remember leaving going, you've got like 20 pound, a 20 pound weight around around your waist, just banging out some reps. Yeah. So again, it, it, it goes back to what I mentioned about breaking down those mental barriers that we create. And um, for the most of my adult life, I've always thought, oh, I want to be I want to be less than 200 pounds. I want to be less than that 200 mark. Um, and of course, when I dropped to my lowest at 178, um, you know, it was like amazing. And then as I progressively worked back up, as we started adding a mass back on, I was getting closer and closer to that 200. Um, it was a different feel. It was a different look, obviously. Uh, you know, all of a sudden now I had muscle tone and, and, um, and there was a confidence in that particular one, uh, exercise, the dips I had, I had steered away from it. Uh, in the gyms by myself because I didn't have the confidence, I didn't have the technique, and so it just I didn't I didn't uh, I did not want to do that particular deal. And now it's it's my favorite favorite mm -hmm. exercise, the one I look forward to do and can do them uh, three or four times in one in one deal. But um, so yeah, again, it was about finding that confidence and and building that confidence and that know how, and then seeing seeing how it it affects. It affects you more mentally than it does physically, and, and and that I think again that's that always holds us back more than anything, or not our physical um, parameters, but more of the mental the mental um, hurdles that we have to get over. And so, to me, you're an exceptional client, not because of the shit you've been through in your life, uh, you know, personal health, um, everything, uh, not just that, not just your transformation. But your requirements, the things that you look for as a client. And I'd love for you, for, for the people out there who are thinking about becoming um, a client of mine or someone else's or joining an online program, for the many trainers that I know that listen to this who have their own clients, what pieces of advice or things that you, that you look for, very similar probably to the requirements you had in your initial email, but now also having been through the program, what are the things that you value now as a client from a coach? Um, what are the things you would advise other coaches to pay attention to or potentially mistakes that you see some coaches make um, or things that would deter you from training with someone? So for the client side of that is that if you're, if you're thinking about finding a trainer or you're trying, you're in that process and, and you're moving forward, you know, you you have to you have to objectively uh, either put in writing or you have to have some goals that you want. And it has to be based on your life experience or it has to be based on, you know, in any kind of relationship. What are you looking for? What is you know, what is what is going to suit you? 
um, and what is your priorities. Um, and then do your due diligence, do your do your homework. Uh, don't just look at the success stories, but look at look at where you have come from in life and where you want to go in life, and then find that fit for you. Because not everybody's a fit, not everybody's right for each other. Um, and then on the on the coach side of it, um, you know, coaching is is never cookie cutter. Uh, every single I, I coached high school state championship football teams and softball teams, and not, not not a single athlete that walked on the field was alike. They all had similarities, but there was they're always everybody was always a little different. And so, just keep in mind that you know when you when you when you're dealing with your clients is that um, you you have to listen and you have to you have to recognize that there's qualities, um, there's highs, there's lows. Uh, and to be a significant factor that changes them is you have to be able to find find those areas that they need to be pulled out of, that they need to be embraced and lifted up on. And it's good to reward with, you know, with accolations or acclamations of, of greatness and good, but, but always realize that, you know, that people uh, can be lifted up by saying, hey, we're lacking a little here. You know, we, you, you know, we need to work a little bit on that. And then when people need a little space, um, I go back to right after the Hawaii deal. We'd gone through this huge, huge. I never looked as good as I did before. I was big. I was full. I was bulky. And then we started the cut, and I had a complete meltdown. You were gone out of my life. I've been working out in the gym. I was still hitting personal bests in the gym. I mean, every day I was going in there making personal bests. And I looked in the mirror, and I just I lost it. I mean, I remember like just getting on the on the phone with you go what the heck is all of this for you know what that was tough for me as a as a coach to go from obviously you know literally being with you the whole time when we were in hawaii you know obviously we were training for an hour or two every day um going through everything i was helping you um with everything in the gym and then obviously you know we were eating healthy you know i was doing my online stuff we were hiking doing all these things and then to go from that to all of a sudden Oh, where, where's Scott? Like, he's not here. So, yeah, obviously that was tough. You know, it was tough for me as a coach to then obviously pull away and go, oh, shit. Like, you know, I wonder how he's getting on. And then, you know, I can only imagine how difficult that would be to have that contact for that period of time and then for it to be taken away, obviously. And at that point, I suppose in a way, that was the decision I made to to buy property in London. I flew back. My intention was to fly back to Ireland, right? So my intention was to fly back to Ireland, and because uh, I was back in Ireland, you know, spending some time with my with my mum and my brothers, um, writing up my thesis, getting ready to hopefully become Doctor Spearman and, and and all of those things. And it was at that point when I was in Hawaii that I was like, listen, you know, my life is in London, um, and I suppose in a way I was kind of focused on you know settling in and you know reestablishing my life back in London. But I was like, oh shit, you know. You would obviously move from from Hawaii as well. It was tough. It was tough. You know, there were a lot of unsettling things in your life at that point too, not knowing, you know, work wise and th- actually, you know, while we're on the subject, I think it's important to 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 chat about what you're doing now because it's an integral part of let's just say how challenging it is for you on the program. Um, but let people know about maybe your schedule or what it is you do um, and how it was difficult when you left Hawaii to try and to try and keep your head. Yeah, so I I travel every week, and not just by road, but usually by air. And so I'm flying in and out of cities almost every week. 
uh, which creates um, obviously its its challenges because finding that perfect balance of of being grounded and being in a single area where you've got uh, your your gym that you're comfortable with going to because that can be a challenge in itself is going in and out of a gym um, you know the the frustrations of, of what you you know what you put on yourself about being comfortable uh, so um, I no longer was grounded I no longer was in one space and I didn't have my schedule and I don't have my schedule and and so crazy hours crazy times in and out maybe four days a week in four different cities and um, and then obviously the challenges that come along with with eating uh, you know when you're when you're at home or when you're based somewhere you can create your meal plans and you can prepare and you can uh, prepare those meal plans for the week but when you're on the road that's that's difficult to do and so finding the right kind of food to eat eating out is obviously your first option when you're on the road a tremendous amount and so making those right choices um, it's difficult um, I think that's why you the Skype program appealed to you so much one because we could discuss all of these things and even just sending you like a training program and a, and a nutrition program just wasn't going to cut it but also, I think just the education, if anything, just the, the, the choices you now make with food, like, you know, of course, it was a good, uh, you know, the Skype wise, at least good for accountability, good to kind of keep you on track, good to get to know you um, and good to really kind of dissect your requirements as a client, but also to educate you along the way. Obviously, you know, you had a good um, scope about food, but definitely been able to speak to you for, you know, for that time on, on that call every week, we were able to kind of break down your good food choices so that even when you are away now, you know, you can completely, you don't have to, well, we give you a meal plan in terms of a structure, but you know how to make good food choices. You've been educated, um, I suppose, through the program to kind of know what to, what to have when, when to have carbohydrates, how to structure your food, getting used to portion sizes, all of those things, um, which can be quite challenging, can be quite difficult. Um, and is to be honest, a big reason why people reach out and they go, you know what, I really want to change my life, but my schedule's really, really busy. And I don't think they realize that, you know, the program is an education to help people in that position more than anyone, really. Um, yeah. So, you know, this made a lifestyle change for me and that was important and I needed it more so, uh, obviously in this stage of the game, uh, than ever before. And so I always like to think that, you know, feeling good in my clothes is way better than any kind of food tastes and, and, and being able, you know, I went, you know, a time where we maybe a couple months that I just wasn't able to do anything other than make the right choices uh, when it came to food. Uh, just my busy season with these last two months, September, October, I was gone uh, pretty much the entire 60 80 days i was on the road somewhere living out of hotels and and in the air on in airports um and to maintain obviously i lost a little bit of form but to know that it's still there but to be able to maintain a lifestyle that keeps keeps me still hovering at that 200 mark um and not ballooning up or dropping back and realizing that uh, this is permanent now and and it took um, it took almost two years for me to realize that um, that this whole, the whole initial idea of me, you know, coming and finding an online trainer, uh, and, 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 and coming to you was to, how do I do this on my own? You know, how do I get to the point that, that, um, when, when there comes a time that I'm, I'm on my own, that I can make the right decisions, 
um, and still live the lifestyle that I want to live and be comfortable. And, and, that, and that's happened now. I mean, obviously, um, you know, we're, I'm back on the program now getting ready to get started. My life is going to have some consistency to it over the course of the next two or three months. So I'm going to take advantage of that. And that's what's good about the Skype program is that, um, you know, that it doesn't have to be there for you 365 days of the year. But, you know, for if for three months that I know what it'll do for me, three months I'm back on the program um, and, you know, having your guidance and working with Darren. Um, and that was another that's another great thing is what, you know, is that being able to now you know, work with multiple individuals and, and just consult with, with your, you know, your group. Yeah. So what we've done just, just for you guys listening is, um, obviously within when I left Hawaii, I was sitting in, uh, standing, um, drinking coffee in your living room, in your kitchen in Hawaii, almost 10 months ago, we have a little bit of a conversation. And I said, Scott, uh, Obviously, you know, for those of you who don't know, Scott is extreme, extremely business savvy, extremely intelligent when it comes to business decisions, in my opinion. And uh, I said, dude, I'm, I'm thinking of hiring a coach and, and taking on coach. And you knew who Wade was at the time. Um, you'd followed him and been really impressed with his journey and what he'd been through. And um, I said, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking of taking someone else on. You know, I said, I need to get back into shape. I need to get back into the best shape of my life. You know, I want to grow my business. And the only way to do that is by hiring another coach someone who maybe has a different aspect to me and it was actually what you, what what you've said for a long time is i need a a bit of a bad cop in me so it was like right so for those of you guys i know i say this all the time wade is an amazing bad cop and i play the good cop in that relationship so i made the decision at the time having spoken to scott to be honest with you wade if you're listening to this you can thank scott um and you very much endorse the idea you very much endorse wade um and he was obviously going to be my first choice um you know, he was a, a a client of mine. We prepped him for a show. Um, I prepped him for a pro card. Did really, really well. Became like a really good friend. And he, at that point, you know, a lot of my clients knew who he was. So it seemed like a great fit. And since then, of course, you know, Wade's gone from strength to strength with at times almost over 100 clients within the business. Um, doing exceptionally well. Getting amazing transformations. But just being a really, really good listener to clients. And that's one thing that I really, really respect about him is his relationship and his and you know, like, like Scott said, that's such an integral part of of what we do. Um, let alone, obviously, that he can get amazing results. So since then, obviously, we've taken on a number of clients, uh, coaches. Um, obviously, Darren being one. Who um, a backstory about Darren? He's been on the podcast before. Those of you guys will have seen. I've met Darren on multiple occasions. Um, started off a drastic transformation. Has now shot with some of the best photographers in the world. Um, he actually flew out to Hawaii to meet through the, this program. This is the amazing thing about our Facebook support group is our clients become integrated into each other's lives in a sense that it's a support network. You know, for a lot of people, you know, you join the program and you feel like it's just you and the coach and maybe the other aspects of your life. For example, I know quite a number of my clients who don't talk about their fitness goals and work. They don't talk about their fitness goals to their spouse. They just do their thing and then they speak to me on the weekend. And it was great to be able to have all of these people, even though they had different goals, different aspirations, different body types, to be able to integrate and really support each other through the program. And through the program, obviously, Scott and, and Darren became really, really close. Um, and I don't know, did he invite himself or did you suggest, but Darren actually came out for a week to Hawaii. So there's three of us, myself and the two guys. And um, that was an amazing experience. Obviously, it was incredible to have three of us together. And, 
you know, we've been three amigos ever since. But obviously, Darren's joined um, through uh, through the program as a coach now, and he's got you know dozens of of his own clients. And obviously, when Scott decided it was time to pull his socks up, and he's got you know some routine to jump back in the program, we made a little exception um, within the business and decided that you know maybe it would be good for 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 us as you know to be a trio and 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 have a good different set of eyes so what we do now every week is myself Scott and Darren sit down obviously and 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 both of us together will Skype Scott and uh and have different perspectives on on how things are going i think that's really beneficial for you in my opinion i think it's something fresh it's something new um it's a good dynamic obviously you know Darren will oversee your adherence to nutrition we'll discuss the nutrition on call and then make changes myself and Darren and then I oversee the training aspect of things and your progressive lifts and and that sort of thing it's also good because yourself and Darren have met up on a number of occasions and trained and done various bits and pieces when you're not uh, necking tequila in Mexico <laughs> and um, and you know going through and having that relationship where you know we can see each other a few times a year and you have that accountability is 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 really cool but you're enjoying it so far yeah, I am. And, and, you know, to go back to where you were talking about being in that support group, it's, you know, that is essential. And it is, uh, it is a very, um, very positive reinforcement group to be a part of. And, you know, again, after two years of being on this, I've seen so much uh, happen with within the group. And, uh, you know, obviously being on the social media pages together and seeing people's transformations as people I, I have met, I haven't met. I mean, obviously, uh, I've met some, some folks. You've met some other people. I've met some other people, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, whenever I go You've met William, too. Yeah, I've met yeah, An William. avid listener of the podcast. Shout out to William. What's going on? Yeah. I mean, um, William and I talk usually maybe on a, on a weekly uh, basis. Um, um, but we... You know, it's it's a family. It's a it, it again. It's that team. It's that family, and 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 that's why I think that that this whole podcast is talking about the importance of you know having that support um, and having a relationship uh, with your trainer. Yeah, and William's going to be in the podcast probably soon. But it's amazing. You know, you guys live quite close together, or at least when you're in Phoenix. And um, you know, William's just been recently. Um, diagnosed with the prostate cancer mm-hmm. and obviously you were a massive support to him in the sense that you had gone through that process and you know through the through the group he was able to stay focused and um, he put up a post recently to say that through i think it was a six or seven weeks of radiation and chemotherapy he didn't miss one gym session yeah no is, and he looks great and yeah. he's you know he he's such an inspiration but i don't think you realize that you're I hope you realize, but I don't think you realize that you're an inspiration to a lot of people in that group. You've been on one of the longest. You've had one of the best transformations as a male client. Um, I've met you multiple times and, you know, you're a good, in all aspects of your life, you're a good role model is, is, is goes without saying, but you're just a good, a good leader, I think, um, in well, what my, you do well, professionally. My, my objective and, or my goal was different than, than some of the others, you know, as far as uh, you know, it's, this is just real life. You know what I do and where I want to be and, wh- and how I want to stay healthy. It's just it's just the real deal. Um, and for those that are at the competition level, uh, you know those that are that are you know, want to get cut and huge. I, I you know that's that's amazing. And and I think that's probably only a small percentage of of, of individuals looking for a trainer. They're looking to change their lifestyle. And so and that was me. I wasn't in that top ten percent of. You know, I want to. You know, do I want to go bodybuilding or, or that thing? I just, 
I wanted to break through um, the, the mental difficulties and, and how hard I could be on myself and how I could tear myself down. And, and I think a lot of people that are looking for a trainer or they're looking to change their body styles and their eating habits, you know, they're tired of beating themselves up. They're tired of being their own worst critic and to find a place that you're comfortable with in life that, uh, and so being, you know, if I am a role model, it's because, um, it's because we all are searching for that, you know, for that role model. And, um, it, it has been a success story for me, but I've also witnessed way bigger, uh, transformations that, that I'm so, are you going, uh, Friday to, Tracy to meet Tracy and wow, you know, that's just yeah. wowzer. I mean, to, yeah. I remember, uh, the initial, when she first came on and, and, you know, and, and folks are posting pictures of their bodies, you know, right out of the gate. And it's something that we're all very, um, you know, we're all very uh, scared to do. And, you know, we, you know, it's just we're not we're not b- b- proud of that. And then all of a sudden to see I remember every picture I took for Chris every week. You delete it. This is yeah. uh, this is an yeah. incredible so story. I'm everybody who's on the program, obviously, I hope is doing this, and you didn't just do it to me as a practical joke. But it's like send me pictures every week. Well, the moment I would send him the pictures, I would immediately delete them because I was so embarrassed of of you know I didn't want to see them. I didn't want to look at myself, especially um, you know with no clothes on. Um, and so I just delete them. I didn't look at them. I never saw them again. And I made Chris promise me, do not send me transformation photos until we get to where we need to be every single week i'll be like dude there's some some incredible changes this week uh, i don't know i've deleted them <laughs> yeah. so literally scott would take the photo delete them off his phone delete them off messenger and then crack on every week yeah i didn't want i didn't want to uh, that was i wanted the end goal that's what i wanted to look at and and i can remember that i was in um charlotte north carolina and i was out for a walk and um you know what? This is a good thing again about Skype. No matter where it was, I mean, literally, I'm out walking around the lake, getting some. Just getting we, some, we skyped from the strip we, in yeah, Vegas. I, yeah, <laughs> strip in Vegas. Four a.m. in the morning. You're like ringing me. Where are you? I haven't heard from you. You didn't check in, um, and I'm like, oh my gosh! But, uh, but yeah, you're in North Carolina. Going I was for a in walk North Carolina, and um, y- your head had fallen off, and I knew it had. Like there was something up, and I knew, and I was like, dude, you've not checked in. You know, well, you know, up? we plateau and, you know, we get to where, you know, when you when you have a massive progression phase and you, you drop a lot of weight and, and you start seeing some form and then all of a sudden things come to almost a crawl to that stop. And then the thing is, you didn't even realize at that point how much you progressed because you deleted so much. And I remember us being on on, on the call that night. And yeah, no, that was, when that I was, was my lowest, 178 pounds. I mean, and. Um, that's like a half a person from what I was used to be. Um, and here I still thought I was, a you know, a fat ass, but, um, um, no, you know, it, it just, again, it's that mental barrier. And then Chris finally did what I asked him not to do. And that was send over some transformation photos together. I knew, I, I knew something was up and I was like, okay, now it is time. Yeah. So I said, he's like, oh, wait, I'm going to send you something. Just, hold just, on just one hold, second. Hold just on. hold right there one second. And I'm like, I put together sure. the before and after put it together nice and neat and tidy and I sent it to you and literally I just saw the tears running down your face and I, yeah. I wasn't far after. And <laughs> yeah, we, I think we, we were about both. it. I couldn't even speak um, because for the first time, um, you know, I, you know, I was kind to myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important sometimes, you know, as a, as a coach client to not always tell you what you're doing wrong, but to pat you on the back and show you what you're doing right. Um, and I think at that moment in time, 
that was without doubt the best moment I've had on on Skype. I like literally that it literally made it's made the program for me. It's it's one of those memories. I was speaking to um, a friend of mine yesterday, a day before, day before yesterday, and uh, I was talking about you. And um, you know, I said whatever comes out of this fitness thing, whatever comes out of this Spearman Fitness business and Sky program and whatever, I'll be lying on my bed going. I'm grateful for you being in my life. And I really mean that. Um, you know, there were times, obviously, through my own struggles that there wasn't a huge amount keeping me here. And I really mean that. Like, you know, I, I know you know that, but there were a lot of things obviously going on. Um, and I questioned whether this whole Instagram, social media, fitness thing was worth it, you know, would my life be so much easier out of the spotlight and, and all of this? And every Sunday would roll around and I'd grab some coffee. I'd buzz myself up and some caffeine and I would just put on a brave face for, for a long period of my life for about six months. And I just put on a brave face and just, just go through the motions. And I would leave Sunday, literally Sunday night, I would go to bed the happiest person in the world and go, there's no way I could possibly, you were one of, for, for a long period of time, I think for a year, you were the last person I Skyped. And I almost had it strategically that way so that I would leave a really long, that I would always be looking forward to our call. I would leave our call in the most amazing mood and I would wake up on a Monday morning and go, this is why I'm here. Literally, this is why I'm here. If this is the only thing that comes out of this whole thing, it is worth it for whatever pain I had to go through for, you know, whatever shit that was said or written or, you know, the, the ups and the downs. If this is what this is all for, it, it, this is worth me holding on and so massive thank you to you i know i've said it to you personally but you know for you and 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 and, and some of the guys that run the program it's why i'll be forever grateful because i don't know what i'd be here you know i don't know literally i don't know what i'd be here and i don't know what i'd be doing fitness i don't know what i'd be doing if it wasn't for feeling like i had a reason to keep going um and then this was all really before before i met you and then obviously after that and you know leading up to hawaii you know, we just became really, really close and you've, I respect you more than, I, I know you say that I'm your hero, but you're mine in lots of ways as well. So I really appreciate, you know, everything that you've, you've helped me with. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it's definitely, I'm even emotional about it now, obviously, but it's, you know, it's just such a cool relationship to have when, you know, something that starts off as, you know, the situation you were in, the email you sent to now, you know, being one of my best mates. It's pretty cool. Well, yeah, obviously, um, <clears throat> with the longevity that we've had together, um, you know, we, we, we've both been through those ups and downs and, and, and we both have provided, um, you know, a clear, a clear path of where we need to go and what we need to do and, and, and still be there. Um, and, you know, the, the, the the greatest thing is to to feel accomplished, and uh, you have you have a group you have a ma you're a master at, at making people feel accomplished. Um, no matter whether it was just a little bit of progression or a little bit of uh, you know of of a positive uh, movement, or even if it was a step backwards, um, you know having that positive reinforcement, having that, that sense of accomplishment, and saying it's okay. You know what this week didn't go the way we want it but we've got the next week and then um you know to 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 just just as you looking forward to that sunday skype um 
you know, again, no matter where I was mentally, uh, no matter how uh, how far I had come physically, um, it just it just reset. It just put me on a reset mode. Okay, whatever happened up to this point, it's over. And now this week is another week, and let's let's hit this. Let's let's hit this strong. There you go. Um, and then obviously when I started traveling, that 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 created a whole nother sense of um, you know hur hurdles to get over and. And we work through that, and um, and again, having that relationship uh, made that possible. Uh, and to those individuals that are coaches that want to be coaches, is that sometimes, you know, sometimes we just have to let go of, you know, we have to let go of people that aren't that, you know, that aren't trainable, that are, aren't ready for us, you know. And um, and at that moment, I, I was one of those people up until two years ago when I'm when I met you. I wasn't ready, you know. I wasn't ready to make that commitment. Uh, and this is a commitment because you're not meeting with somebody every day. This is something you have to do pretty much on your own with some guidance mm -hmm. over, you know, an email or you know, a plans or or a dietary program. But this is really for you to go out and and set in your mind and and say, hey. I'm ready to make a change in my life, and the only way to do that is I have to, I have to trust, you know, but I have to trust what's before me. And you made that, you make that easy, and you make that possible, um, just because you understand what the individual is actually needs and where they are. And so, um, so that's been, it's been cool, and 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 for me to be off for the last couple three months and to to realize that I'm not in the best shape of my life. Um, but I saw you not in the best shape of your life. Oh and then, my and, God, have you? And then, oh my God, you have know, you? And then to see, you know, a few months later, um, you turn it on and go go back and just be incredible, in better shape than I ever was, better shape yeah. than you were. You know, this is actually something I want to talk about, and it's something that I think a lot of Instagram fitness coaches that don't discuss enough. And I'm going to be vulnerable, and I'm going to be honest. I was that same kitchen that uh, I spoke to to Scott about Wade. It wasn't shortly after that that you know Scott turned around to me and in the nicest possible in the nicest possible way. I had just a bit of a backstory. Obviously, I had a lot of shit going on in my life, um, and I was going through a lot of stress. Um, was finishing up my PhD and you know really really bad gastroenteritis. Um, I got sick for a number of months. Wasn't eating. Uh, wasn't training wasn't sleeping I literally didn't go to the gym for about six months and um, then I moved back to Ireland to recoup um, you know spend some time with my family um, get back into training focus on my PhD focus on my business I made the decision at that point that you know I have goals in my life and you know I've been trying to balance a million things at once do my PhD and train and you know, try and grow a six-figure business and all of these things. And I said, listen, I need to step back for a while and I need to look after myself and I need to uh, self-preserve whatever is left of me after the shit that I've been through and really focus on the reasons why I'm doing this. Um, and I moved back to Ireland, um, spent some amazing time with my mum, spent some great time with my brothers who I suppose I, I missed out on a number of years of their of their adolescence um, and, you know, just, just got back into, you know, being me step one step at a time. And uh, I got back into training. Obviously, at that point, I had lost um, about 45 to 50 pounds, so about 20, 22 kilos, which for for, for someone of five foot nine is, is a huge amount of weight. Um, I looked sick. I looked ill. So I tried to put all this weight back on. And strategically, for those of you guys out there who are interested, um, if you're in that situation, you've got a few, re a few things you can do. 
So you cannot bulk and cut at the same time. Realistically, you can't. You need to decide one or the other. At that point in time, I'd lost a huge amount of muscle mass. I'd lost a huge amount of weight. The only thing I could do then is to, to put on some weight to try and get some bulk and get some size and get some muscle and get some strength back. So I went through that period. Of course, when I started, I suppose, that bulk, um, I was in, in in poor condition. So by the time I ended the bulk, I was in even worse condition, but at least I put on some size and some muscle mass. So then all I needed to do in my head at least was cut down. So of course, like everyone else on Instagram and fitness, social media thing, I was posting, you know, old photos and like just focusing on myself. And, you know, I was very, very honest about my current condition, but, you know, I was just working on myself. And um, I put on a decent amount of weight. Uh, my condition was really poor. My content was poor. I was, you know, a little bit self-conscious to post, you know, topless photos. And, you know, I was posting old photos and then photos of me with food and things like that. And I was, um, this was around the time I was in Hawaii. And even when we we're taking photos and, and Scott was like very aware of this person that he had looked up on social media, looked up to on social media for so long in incredible shape. And you saw me at a very vulnerable time of my life, mentally and physically. And I think if anything, that probably reached out to you more in the sense that you understood we don't look like this all the time, you know, but also obviously, like you said, we were in, we're in your, in your kitchen and you in the most polite way possible said, I think it's time that, you know, we get the old Chris Spearman back. I think it's time you get back into shape and, you know, I think your business is going to be massively successful when you do. And you said that in the nicest way possible. And it's something that I had known and had been in the back of my mind for a long time. And it was really the 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 spark that ignited 2018 for me, you know, and I got in the best shape of my life. I started cutting the day I, I, I got back. To be honest, when I was in, in Hawaii, I cut down a little bit. But by the time I got back to London, it was like, right, I've got no excuses anymore. I've done my PhD. I've done my traveling, you know. I can make excuses and be the victim all my life. And that's one thing that you've showed me more than anyone. You've been through some shit that I can't even imagine. You know, your divorce, um, your, your, you know, your situation with cancer, your transformation, ups and downs, relationships. But you showed me that if I want to pull out the victim card, I'll always be the victim. Unless I pull that victim card back in and do something about it, you know, there's just no point. So I literally said to myself, listen, I can say I can call, you know, myself a victim and, 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 and play the victim or else I can just change the whole thing. So I got back to London and, and from that moment onwards, I was like, these are my goals. This is what I want to accomplish by the end of 2018. Um, managed in the space of four months from February to, to almost June. I would graduated. I'd done my, my Viva. I bought a house. I'd become a doctor officially for the first time um you know a few months later i got in the best shape of my life my business had doubled almost tripled um you know and a lot of that had come down to a lot of the realizations that i had when i was with you um and literally just pulling the victim card back in and going listen you know i can play the victim all my life or i can actually do something about it and you know um well i think we all move to that because uh, it's easier it's it's an easier it's an easier spot to be in, um, even though it it comes without it comes with consequences, um, and and you know I could see while you were there the 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 level of uncomfortableness that you were and and um, and obviously we were talking about many things but your business but you know what it allowed what it did for me and what it should do for everyone is understand is is that 
We're, we're not always going to be in the best shape. We're always not going to be in the best possible situations. And not things are not always going to go great for us. Um, but we're going to get through all of that. And it's good to have those because those within everything, whether we look at it as good or bad or great or ingrate, there's good in it all. And so uh, through that time that you were ill and then, you know, then you kind of, you know, I don't want to say ballooned up to make it sound bad, but you did. And then, um, you know, for me, it just it instilled in me that there will be times in your life that, you know, that you shit know, gets stuck. You know, yeah. yeah. And and it's OK. And that, again, is that mental that mental barrier that, you know, it's OK. You know, make a commitment um, and and. You know, you can be at 110%, and it's okay if you're at 10% of that commitment. Just always stay on course with the commitment. And and I think, you know, in a couple months when you got back, I mean, you'd, you know, you'd drop the stone or a pebble or whatever you guys say over there, you know, you, you know whatever that is. But um, I'm like, holy cow, I mean, dude, what did you do? You know, and you're like, yeah, I mean, since I've been back, I mean, um, and and then that, re, that sparked me, you know, it, re, it sparked me to say, you know, hey, I, I need to, you know, I just need to stay the course. And, and I remember I was in Phoenix and I was in the gym and, and I was on my cut phase. And all of a sudden things body, bodily wise look, looked horrible again. Uh, and and again, there was that mental barrier. You know, there was that mental. Here I'd been all full from eating all those carbs and I looked great. My arms were huge. My chest was huge. And now all of a sudden things look like they were starting to turn to jelly. And um, you reached out yeah, uh, to sure you and Darren right. both. And I just, you know, I'm like, what is all this work for? And, um, and you have to go through those. You have, you have to, um, you have to go through those breakdowns um, and you have to tear those walls down and it's not comfortable and it's not, and it's not good feeling all the time. And, but to, 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 that's the importance of, Getting on the program that works for you. That's important. Finding the coach that you respect and you trust. Because if you don't respect and you don't trust, you're not going to perform. That's um, a big point that we gonna, spoke about before this yeah. podcast is having that respect for a coach and having that trust. Because you can you can have someone who's amazing at what they do. And you know they tell you to do this and they tell you to do that. And if you're always second guessing or doubting what they're saying it's quite difficult as a client and I only know that now because I've got my own coach and you know I said like you know if if my coach told me to I don't know do do a backflip and and clap 10 times and I'll get lean I'd do it well you must have asked me a hundred times over the course of the last two years is do you trust me I mean that's literally literally how many of our Skype calls started Scott do you trust me and of course Okay, because I'm getting ready to make you do some things that you're not going to be comfortable <laughs> with, and I'm like, okay, shoot them at me, and and I didn't always understand them, and I didn't always agree with them, but I have always trusted you, and and that um, and that's made the difference, and and uh, and and obviously we have a, a a genuine respect for a mutual respect for each other, um, and and that and that and that's made this possible, and so I, I and Hawaii. It was kind of like the most deflating time of, of our professional relationship is when we were doing a, a podcast there. And, you know, you had said, well, I think we probably have come to the end of, you know, of Scott's need for me. And and I was like, holy cow, that was like huge, uh, huge to me because you've been such an integral part of my life. I, I couldn't imagine my life without 
you know, Chris Spearman training, Chris Spearman coaching uh, in there because um, it's it's, it's such a tough decision as a coach for me because there will be times when you know my goal at the end of the day is not to have keep a client on and not to chat to them every week and not to take payment every month. It's to enable, um, inspire, motivate, and equip you with the tools that you need to do the shit that needs to get done for you to get yeah, where again, you need to it, go. Again, it just, it just instilled in me from the very beginning uh, through that initial interview is that um, your motivation was not, even though obviously we, you, you, know, you, want, you wanted to build your business and you want to have a successful career, your motivation was not solely on the financial side of it. Mm-hmm. It was in the best interest of, of your client, um, you know, and um, that's, you know, that speaks volume to individuals who, you know, hey, I'm, I'm investing. Some of this, there were times, you know, that this was a strain to make that monthly payment, you know, when you, you know, when, when you're an independent contractor and the money's not coming in and you think, oh, I, it's, and I know there's others out there that have said, hey, I, you know, I can't, I can't continue to make that payment. And, and I know this backstory is where you're like, hey, you know, don't pay me, you know, let's, let's keep on the program. Let's keep at it. Let's not, that's not my priority. And so, um, you know, to those that are listening, uh, you know, when you get to that point and, and things become a challenge, even if you have to pull off, you, you know, it's been such, it's been such reward for me to know that when I picked up the phone and said, Hey guys, I think I'm ready I'm to ready. come back. And, uh, you know, and you guys are like, hell yeah, let's do let's this. Do it. You know, let's do it. And I think my, my exact words were, whatever you need gets done. Like obviously running a business, there are different programs. There are different things that I do. There are different packages. There are things that I won't do. There's limitations. There's restrictions. Um, I'm probably going to get killed for saying this, but I turned around to you and said, whatever you need happens. Whatever you need from Spearman Fitness, whatever you need from me, whatever you need from any of the coaches you say it and it will get done. And I really meant that. And I, I suppose, you know, this isn't something that I've only just said to you. It's something that I would say to a lot of people. And it's something, the truth is, because I know your commitment and I know the trust you have in the process. I know the trust you have in us. Um, and that's why we we decided to to do the, the three-way Skype and have, you know, an extra set of eyes for you. Um, you know, during that period, obviously, when you dropped off, it was really difficult for me on a personal level because... Uh, I thought we had got so close as friends that I wanted to help you more than ever. And I became emotionally involved as a, as a friend and I almost wanted you to succeed more than I ever did because I had spent so much, so much time with you. But in reality, I knew that it was a very difficult time in your life. There was a lot of things going on. You know, you were changing career, you were, you know, moving around, you were traveling, you would know, literally no, 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 no home really. You were you were literally on the road, not really knowing what you wanted to do. You know, I'm not saying it wasn't a priority, but you'd loads of things going on, and I knew it was just a difficult time and a frustrating time. Um, so I'm I was really really glad when 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 you know when, yeah, when you messaged. And, yeah, I was too, and and obviously there, you know, we talked earlier in this uh, podcast about. Um, Dude, yeah. your check-ins are better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> your check-ins are the best. So, so just oh just as, as as a backstory, obviously, you know, as things kind of plateaued or as things got difficult in Scott's life, Scott wouldn't even check in sometimes, and I had to badge him, dude. I need photos. Like, I can't work blind. You know, I need to be able to see what I'm working with. I need some weights. I need some info. I need something. Um, and obviously, I made Darren aware of this, and 
Darren said to me on the call five minutes before you came on last time, he said, I don't want to like upset you, dude, but Scott's check-ins are incredible. And I'm like, yeah, they are now. <laughs> they are now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely. Um... But dude, I mean, it just goes, uh, it, it just goes to show that sometimes you just need, uh, sometimes you just need a new perspective or I think the fact that, you know, whatever, whatever you're going through, there will be times, like you said, where you maybe need to pull back. And in terms of payment, of course, for a program like this, it's not cheap. But I do feel like you definitely get more value for your money with this program. Um, that being said, there have been multiple times where, you know, clients will say, you know, I love the Skype program. You've educated me enough. Uh, and, and coming back to what I said before, my goal is to educate, inspire and equip you going forward. That being said, there are so many people who stay on because of the accountability, um, you know, and the value that they get from the program, even though they can do their own thing. But like you said, it's very possible as well for people to start the Skype program for 12 weeks, give it a go and then you know, drop down to a lower payment and go on to one of the other programs like a lot of people have with Wade or with with some of the other coaches like with Darren. So, you know, there's lots of options. Um, my advice to anyone who's even considering this program is 12 weeks, 100%. Just dive in, give it everything, jump in. And then at the end of 12 weeks, you know, my goal will be that I've equipped, educated, inspired you enough that you don't need a coach anymore. And if you do enjoy the accountability and you do want to stay on, of course, you can stay on the Skype program, but very easily we can drop you down to a lower grade payment and, and put you on a different program that maybe doesn't require Skype. Now that I've got to know you, now that I've kind of dissected your personality, I have a better idea of, you know, your limitations within your job, within, you know, your gym and, and, and you know, everything that I suppose a coach really needs to know. And then having had that time, it's so much easier. A lot of people have done that this week. Um, and last week, actually, a lot of people have jumped on. They've got done the Sky program for for 12 weeks because at the minute I've only really been taking uh, people on 12 weeks as a minimum because I feel like it takes that length of time really to get to know someone. And, you know, they jump on for 12 weeks and they're like, listen, this is amazing. But, you know, financially, it, it's, it, it may be a bit easier for me to, to jump on to a non-Sky program now that we've got the foundations in place and everything's going well so you know that's always an option and i feel like once you have that connection and it's like having met you as well once you have that connection it becomes so much easier to hold someone accountable but also to get to know them and understand their personality which is something you just don't get from other coaches via email um or via apps or or, or different methods right you know in, in coming into that um coming into this if you're thinking about you know set your objectives uh at at, that are at levels that are obtainable um, and have your expectations to be um, ones that won't disappoint you. But if you have in, in that 12 weeks time, um, you, you've got to invest in yourself that much. You've got to invest because it's just whatever lifestyle you've lived up to this point And you obviously have come to the, you know, to that threshold that it's time to make a change or it's time you want to do something different, whether you're already in shape and you just want to get, you know, you want to lean out and get and, and, and grab some tone or, or put some mass on, or you feel like you're in the worst shape that you could possibly ever be, and you've got some massive um, transformation to take place. It's just that know that in 12 weeks, something positive is going to happen to you. It's uh, you, you know, I've been in this now over two years, um, and I'm still learning, and I'm still growing, and I'm still still breaking down those mental walls. But but to see now that. I can do this on my own. Uh, back this summer, uh, you know, I totally 
totally was hitting the gym five and six days a week without any guidance from Chris. And, you know, obviously we talked with him and Darren and Darren and I spoke more. And I was even at the point Darren and I were talking about, oh, don't let Chris know that I'm doing this because, mm. you know, come you on, surprise me, right. you know, and then then boom, August came. Uh, I was in really great shape. I put some nice mass on and I went through uh, several injuries, um, which, you know, it's deflating. But, you know, if you're in this, it's going to happen. Uh, again, it's it's that it's that ebb and t- you know where you're gonna have highs and lows and and um, and then my season started, uh, but here I am uh, almost um, in December um, and I'm really <laughs> still am in the best shape I've ever been in my life uh, because I'm I'm better mentally than I've mm-hmm. ever been and uh, you know one of the one of the very first goals I made was that oh one day I'm gonna meet with Chris Berman and, and I'm gonna be able to take a picture with my shirt off, you know. Which we got plenty of in yeah. Hawaii. And you're in better shape than <laughs> and me. And so sure. that came and that passed and and I didn't even I didn't even I didn't even give you know a lot of heed to that because I didn't we think about it at the point. time. Yeah. yeah. And but I realized that uh, as little or trivial as that may sound, you know, and some of you may be in this position just to be with your shirt off or to be with clothes that are revealing um, it's hard. It's tough. It's it's mentally and physically draining, um, and so. But to find, you know, two years later that uh, I, those initial goals, and I guess about three four months ago, you sent me that initial email back, and we had a good look over it, and mm. almost kind of in a laugh, like, "Wow, you grilled me, dude." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is like, have we really come this far? But. It's just two years, you know. That's you know, the thing. The thing that's important for me, and um, it's important for me to remember with my, uh, you know, when I sit back and look at this. And honestly, dude, like, I don't want to over exaggerate, but even just sitting here with you, having this podcast, knowing what you've been through, how good a connection we have as as people, individuals, how my business has escalated in the last eight months since I've seen you last. To have achieved a lot of personal goals for myself, to be sitting here in an amazing city, looking out over an incredible apartment, by the way. Well done. Um, you know, just waking up, waking you up at what six, dude? We're gonna have a podcast. Get up! I'll make you coffee, and just sit here after and, having fell asleep only a few hours ago, <laughs> <laughs> and just to sit here and just chill and speak to you and just like go into depth about your story. You know you know how much i care about you and 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 how amazing you've done on the program this is without doubt like no exaggeration one of the best days of my life and it's only eight o'clock yeah you know what i mean and to be able to have this experience is incredible and the one thing that i need to stop every now and then and pinch myself and go whatever happens now like whatever happens for the next like 10 years of my life whatever happens for the next 10 years of your life you will always be a massive person in my life we may for whatever reason not speak for a year or two hopefully that is never the case but we may go a long period of time but i'll always go wow you've added so much value to my life and it's almost in such a selfish way that i do it i do all of this because of the value that you're adding to my life and i mean that like of course i want to add value to yours but i'm getting so much back out of doing this like i'm getting so much back out of helping you um Probably, you know, I've got my demons as, you know, the things that I've been through as a, as, as a child. But to feel like this is me, I suppose, giving myself some form of why. Like, why am I doing this? Obviously, I speak about this all the time. But when I started, 
I very much wanted that pat on the back. I very much needed that acceptance. I was in okay shape and I was putting up these topless photos and oh yeah, I've got like loads of likes and my following's growing. And it very quickly has changed to now, wow, I've probably added years to this person's life, added a serious amount of value, inspiration, you know, admiration and value. And, and, you know, that's something that you just can't quantify the difference between those two things. Um, I urge anyone out there who has the ability to to help someone. And it's something that obviously since, since my business has grown, I've, I've read a lot about sales, marketing, and it's almost like a, you're doing people a disservice by not going out there and helping as many people as you can. If you have that ability to change someone's life, um, but even just like the friendship that we've that we've created is, is pretty 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 bloody awesome, dude. Um, before we go, I want to kind of chat a little bit more about what you actually do because I love hearing about. For, for those of you guys who don't know, obviously Scott's extremely business savvy. I think you could throw Scott in the middle of the desert and he'd send sand to an Arab. Um, to tell people about maybe more about you know one how successful your business has has kind of developed in the last year um and then how that plays into you know your your program and things like that uh so i i when i moved to hawaii i kind of disconnected from uh the real world so to speak um, when you live in paradise uh that's you that's just it it's very limited to what you do and and so i just kind of uh unplugged went to hawaii I still kind of, I'm an auctioneer and I was still somewhat in that industry. Um, but when I made the decision to move uh, back to the mainland uh, from Hawaii, uh, I really set out on a path to, to go into an aspect of the industry uh, that was fairly untapped. Um, and I was at that moment, uh, in end of February, really an unknown in, in, in the auction and the fundraising world. And so what I do is I, I help nonprofit organizations uh, construct and strategize um, and then execute uh, an event or a series of events that um, brings on donors to help uh, you know, accumulate funds for their cause, uh, whether that be cancer, uh, whether that be um, you know, heart, homeless, children, you know, whatever it may be, uh, any of the nonprofits out there that are, are looking to change the world. Uh, so in February... 95% of that industry had no idea who I was. Now in almost December, 95% of them know exactly who I am. I've started an actual finishing school that helps train other individuals in the career uh, to be successful and to be more business-minded and, uh, and um, professional development, so to speak. Um, and so uh, with that, I, I do a tremendous amount of traveling uh, from state to state to state, uh, even internationally, to... Uh, to work with organizations um, and um, and of course that again creates its challenges as far as staying on a program mm -hmm. or workout and um, and so uh, finding it hard to find a home base I about three months ago well actually about two months ago I picked up the Pokemon Go game oh this is this is and this is life changing so Darren uh, Darren absolutely from moment from day one called me a huge dork. <laughs> um, and it had something that I had not been really open to. I thought, what is this child's game? Um, and Chris had been pushing me for the last year or so. Scott, I mean, dude, really spend $100, buy a Fitbit, track your steps. And I'm like, ah, who needs to do that? As again, being resistant that I can be. Um, so finally, I got the Fitbit. And there it sat on my arm or sat on the side table. 
Um, and then I decided, hey, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start getting some steps or do something. So I picked up this game, Pokemon Go, and what it has done is it's afforded me an opportunity to, to, to not when I don't have a chance to be in the gym and on a treadmill or a stair climber, is that is to get out of the hotel room, get out of the condo, or get out of wherever I'm staying, and just get out and do some walking and do some steps. And so, uh, honestly, I'm averaging. Probably fourteen thousand steps a day just uh, playing this game that uh, was, was really created for for people to get out and walk and move and be more interactive and get children off of their you know off of their bums and so it's, it's been kind it's, of a laugh laughing thing. Uh, but I reckon really, you probably weren't even hitting four thousand steps when you were in Hawaii. Yeah, well, probably. no, not not on a daily basis. Even though we were hiking tremendously, yeah. it was no there was no consistency to mm-hmm. it, and it was relying more on the treadmill in the gym, which for me was very mundane, and and which can be. I mean, and that that's another thing you gotta you gotta find things that you enjoy doing. This has to be an enjoyable journey for you. Every aspect of it, you have to figure out. You know, I used to tell Chris, "Oh yeah, I'll be on the stair climber, and I'm doing I'm climbing like 150." Uh, flights and he's like oh my gosh I can't no wonder your calves are so used I hate to stare so for Chris he doesn't like to stair climb but he'd get on the treadmill and he'd walk for hours and I'd feel like I'm you know watching concrete dry so you have to find things that you know that you enjoy doing uh, and this this awards me that this provides that and um, even though it's silly um, it actually is engaging and now uh, because I'm in such a progressive phase or level at it uh, now it makes sense, and it's it's just all come together. It just promotes, you know, um, mobility. It promotes, you know, to get out and do things, and and it creates that um, that exercise, you know, or that you know, you know, that inclusion. And you got to do something that's active. And when you're you get off a flight that you've been flying four or five hours, and you just left another city, and you haven't had a lot of sleep, you know, it's like, what do I do? I can either I can sit on the sofa and eat a bag of chips and watch some Netflix. Or I can get out and go catch some Pokemon. <laughs> um, and it's such a good idea, and I think it's one of the things that we discuss and we break down with each client. Is you don't have to do this weight program, and you don't have to jump in the stair climb. You don't have to hop in the treadmill. Our job is, and I say this, it sounds cliche, but I really mean it. It's you're not joining our program; we're joining yours. And if we can't do that, we're not educated enough. I feel like if you're a good coach and you're a decent coach. Um, and you're educated enough, you can make the program work for the individual, not just physiologically, but you know, emotionally, spiritually. Um, and this is just a perfect example of something that, although you found this yourself, it's definitely something that I've spoken to people about <laughs> since. Um, you know, another one, for example, is you know, people may love suits or or specific um, you know series on Netflix, and I say, listen. Pick a series, brand new series, get addicted, get hooked. But you can only watch it on the treadmill. So they'll do it. They'll do an episode, and oh, I want to see the next episode. And I'm like, you can only watch this on the treadmill. So then they're looking forward to the next hour. Yeah. You know, the next day. It's all about finding the things that work for you. And you've done that really, really well. And I think now it's it's a massive turning point. Obviously, we've got you on Skype every week, myself and Darren. Um, obviously, there's a bit of banter where you know we're best buds. Um, but also, you know, there's just a different level of commitment from you. There really is. Your check-ins are better. Your steps are better. Um, and it's all about, you know, sometimes it's good to take a step back, reflect and go, okay, you know, you can't do everything at once. Now, you know, that step back for you, you're more settled. You know, things have kind of eased over time. 
um, you know, and you've got a lot of foundations in place now that when we attack this for the next few months, I'm really excited to see where we go. Yeah, and you know, when I came back to you guys a couple of three weeks ago, I knew that even then it was still a little premature because of my schedule wasn't was still going to be hectic. I've had some medical um, issues, you know, in and out of the doctor's appointments, had a, a, a unexpected gallbladder attack, and uh, that's going to be taken out soon. And so there's going to be some downtime a week or so there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm getting close to 50, so it was the time for to do a colonoscopy and, and just check things. What age were you, by the way, when you sent that previous photo? Was it 10 years ago? Nearly 40? Yeah. And you, you look 20 years younger now. Like... Yeah, so there's still a photo out there that is yet to be posted. There will, will I will be post, post I will be, be posting it. I'll be getting my hands on that to too. see the total transformation. Um, you know, but this uh, this program has afforded me uh, the ability to be creative because if you go into a hotel or from staying in a resort or or even in the condo, the gyms aren't they're not outfitted. They're not facilitated for like the big box gyms. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have all of the tools. You don't have all of the machines. Uh, but what you do is you have some things and and to be creative and and like right now you know it's um, hey you know do some t-bar rows or lifts or whatever like that and most of the places I go don't, don't even have don't yeah. even have that but you know they have a machine and and so before as easy as it may sound I just YouTube you know what's the replacement what's yeah. a replacement exercise for that and then I how easily I find that but mm-hmm. up until this point I never my thought process was never was never there it's it's not about it's not about sticking to this you have to be so rigid and that you have to do absolutely you just you need to do what worked for you in that moment and, yeah. and, and keep creating positive momentum and confidence um, and every day that you go in and come out uh, is, is a better day and if there's days you don't go for me for two months I would did I just could not go I mean it just was that and I beat myself up mentally it's like oh my gosh I'm missing out I'm missing out I'm missing out uh, and then the first day that I get back in the gym it's I'm like you know, I didn't slip back that far. And, Not at all. You know, Not the first day I got on the phone with you guys and said, hey, I'm ready to get back uh, started again. Let's do this. Um, you know, uh, and, and so uh, find, that, find that relationship that you can earn the respect for each other and, 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 and have a level of trust uh, that you know that at the end of the day, uh, you know, this is, this is an investment in yourself. It's an investment in, in your life. And it's not about... It's not about what you look like today. It's about the days that you add to your life. Uh, and so that'll always be my my motto with Chris. Is and from that day forward, he was he's he's been my hero. Uh, that he changed the way I think. It's not about the way you look. It's about you know, the days you add to your life. So. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Thank you so much for being part of the program. And most importantly, thank you being thank you so much for being a part of my life. You bet.